I'll start off by saying you're tuned into 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. I'm your host, Rita Ryan, here with Local Motion each and every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Today, we welcome Alexander Platt, Music Director of Maverick Concerts in Woodstock. Let's get him on the line. Alexander? Yes, Rita. Yes, hi. Thank you for, for being here today. Sure thing, Rita. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'd like to do a brief introduction to the listeners, if I may, and I'll start off by saying music director, conductor, curator Alexander Platt has built a unique career spanning the worlds of symphony, chamber music, and opera. He is the music director of several symphony orchestras and spends his summer as the music director for the historic Maverick Concerts in Woodstock. Maverick is the oldest summer chamber music festival in the U.S., and it's been a trying time for the arts industry, including Maverick Concerts. There are several programs this season that are coming up, including the Fred Hirsch Jazz Trio on Saturday, September 4th, which we'll be giving away a pair of tickets to after this conversation. And with that, a warm welcome to Local Motion, Alexander Platt. Thank you, Rita. Great. You're, you're quite welcome. Um, I discovered, I've been in the Hudson Valley for decades and discovered Maverick quite a few years ago. It is just one of the most beautiful places and such a hidden gem in the Hudson Valley that I talk about it as often as I can. Um, it, tr- it truly is. Um, it truly is something. Um, I'd like to go back and delve a little bit into your extraordinary career. Um, Alexander, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in uh, another, like Woodstock, another great historic community for the arts. I grew up in Westport, Connecticut, which was then really kind of in its heyday as a kind of a, a kind of a cultural haven uh, for people who uh, wanted easy access to New York City. So I often say it's funny. I also uh, run a, a chamber music and jazz series at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Westport uh, to this day. And just the other weekend, we were hosting a brilliant young jazz vocalist who I actually want to bring up to the Maverick soon, Samara Joy, who is one you probably know this, the, her name, Samara Joy McLendon, who's one of these bright young things out of jazz at Lincoln Center. And I was talking with uh, the daughter of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward and saying about how, as a teenage grocery store stock boy, <laughs> I literally sold fruits and vegetables to Paul Newman and John Woodward. So it was that kind of community. So I was very, very blessed with um, an amazing kind of daily uh, arts education. And uh, from there, I kind of took a circuitous route to uh, Cambridge, England, and then started about 20, 28 years ago, um, started working as a conductor in the Midwest, in the, the Twin Cities and Chicago, and then I, 19 years ago, just kind of fell into being music director of the Maverick Concerts, which at that point was just about exclusively a Sunday afternoon yep. classical music chamber uh, music festival. And um, was, as it still is, kind of the Sunday shrine to the string quartet. But I immediately wanted to branch out into having the Maverick also uh, present concerts um, on Saturday evenings as well, because as you know, Woodstock has this uh, unique and uh, festive spirit, and 
the Maverick Concerts actually goes all the way back to something called the Maverick Art Colony in yes. 1905. Um, and so that kind of um, very uh, turn of the century, it's the pre-Woodstock Woodstock that most people still don't know about. It's, yes. it's that kind of turn of the century, very utopian, bacchanalian spirit, very free-thinking and uh, spirit. And where the, you know, I know I'm, I'm kind of charmed when you use the phrase a hidden gem about the Maverick. I think I'm at the point in life where I'd appreciate it if it were a little less hidden. Right. <laughs> I'm, right. Hoping we can get to, I'm, I'm hoping we can just get to the point where it's just a gem. It's just a gem. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just a gem. But, I, but thanks to people like you, hopefully that's, that's also changing. Um, so, so the Maverick has been, uh, for the last 20 years, more eclectic in its offerings, and I'm very proud to say, as a, I admit, a t- still a, a neophyte to the world of jazz, that we have been presenting over the last few years some of the greatest names in jazz. We've had uh, Bill Charlap and his trio, uh, Carl uh, Carl Berger and Ingrid Sertso, who are legendary Woodstock residents. Yes. Uh, we just this past Saturday night had a return appearance for the brilliant young uh, Mr. Christian Sands and his trio. And then on Saturday, September 4th, the Saturday of Labor Day weekend, we're going to welcome back... <clears throat> Truly, one of our dear old friends and one of the great, uh, an artist who's become one of the, one of the perennials of the Maverick. It's as you know, Mr. Fred Hirsch, yes, and his trio. So, and uh, actually, uh, it occurs to me that we've had Fred, gosh, at least half a dozen times over the last decade, and we've had him as a solo jazz pianist. We've had him in duos with kind of um, amazing up and up and coming artists like Julian Lodge. Um, and uh, Gilad Hexelman, but this is going to be the first appearance of Fred Hirsch with his trio, just the traditional jazz uh, trio, and we've we've never had Fred in that context with the Mavericks, so it's really, really exciting. Very exciting. I do have to share with you, Alexander, during my four o'clock hour, the first hour here, last week I had given away a pair of tickets to a lucky listener for Christian Sands, and that listener oh, called me back today saying how wonderful a time he had and how wonderful the music was. He'd never been to Maverick before and discovered oh. it and was so excited. Um, to, he actually called me back and remembered to call me back during my time slot here. So, wow. So cool. it's pretty that's impressive. Great. And that's the kind of effect that I feel the Maverick has on people. It's just... It, it, it's, uh, it really is a. It's truly a. It's a truly unique space. It's just. It's quite literally just a, a chapel in the woods, located like, you know, three or four minutes outside of the, the village of Woodstock itself. And people are always like stunned when I always like you know because part of my job as music director is to kind of stand at the threshold, within the parking lot and welcome people. And you know most most often it's kind of people I've gotten to know for years. But we do have every concert quite a few new faces, and they always have this kind of look. <laughs> They're, like, stunned at what they see. And it, aside, from, aside from the addition of, I'm very proud to say, eco-friendly uh, washrooms and now um, advanced ticketing, which is especially important because of COVID, yes. um, they're literally getting the same experience they would have had in 1916. Yeah. And uh, with, you know, a better lighting, slightly better lighting <laughs> <laughs> and uh and, and so people i think 
we've been doing very well at the box office this summer. I think that's because, in general, people have this, you know, unrequited thirst to hear, to be part of live performance again. But we hope... Maverick didn't have a season last year. Did you have a season last year? Nothing. We did not. No, we did not. We tried some virtual things, and we, like everyone, and, you know, as everyone realized with the virtual experience, ultimately there's no replacement for live performance. And, you know, Rita, you've been in this game long enough to know that, like, over the last, like, 10 or 15 years, you know, it became very fashionable for people to say, you know, as a classical musician, I'll just say, people would just say to me, well, you know, sooner, you know, or later, you know, no one's going to go to hear orchestras anymore because no. you're going to be able to get, you know, a hologram of the New York Philharmonic in your living room. Mm. And, and I, to which I, to which I now say, want to bet, you know, right. because yeah. there's, there's still no, re- and I've been saying this for years, like there's no replacement for live performance in which, as you know, the audience is a participatory partner. The audience is literally taking part in the performance. Absolutely. One of the very few blessings of this horrible catastrophe of COVID-19 is it's made everyone realize that 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 is a fact. That's Mm -hmm. not like a feel-good thing where you're fundraising and say, well, you know, there's nothing like live performance. It's true. There's literally nothing like live performance. And you know, there never you, will be anything. And you don't really realize it. You always say it, but then when it gets taken away from you so abruptly, you really now mean right. it. You really know right. what it is. And to, exactly. to feel yeah, that exactly. again and, and just, I mean, especially with an orchestra, with all the people mm-hmm. and just everything. It's just, it's just wonderful. It, it really, it's lovely to be able to see. And um, I just finally saw an orchestra at the Fisher Center a few weeks ago for their summerscape. And um, it, it, it's just great to have live music back and, and to have the classical. Now, as we know, Maverick is well known for their chamber um, orchestras. How do you find the acts that you do? Because they're really world-class musicians. How, how do you get right. them well, to Maverick? Well, we just, that's something that's just a, kind of a skill one learns over the years, because we don't, actually we have, we have traditionally had one chamber orchestra concert, which I'm very flattered to say is kind of due to the largesse of our board and of a couple of very special donors. But generally on Sunday afternoons, it's really chamber ensembles. It's string quartets, piano trios, and so you know ensembles of say three or four, maybe five people, uh, and and that's just something having kind of the nose for talent in that regard is just something one one hones over the years. I I was a neophyte in the world of chamber music. I mean, with an, albeit a bit more background than jazz. Uh, 20 years ago, but it's just by spending a lot of time getting to know a lot of musicians all over the country and all over the world, because pre-COVID, we would also, and I think post-COVID, we also two or three times a year have a great a great string quartet from Europe or a great piano trio from Europe. So it's just, it, 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 it's that's why I've never, again, I'm, I'm, I'm still like a, a fervent novice in the world of jazz, but I I can confidently say that ultimately it's, a, it's, again, having a nose for talent. And you know that jazz is really a great jazz artist like a, a Mr. Christian Sands or a Mr. Fred Hirsch. It's literally, literally, it is no different from the immortal line of the great, great uh, 
European conductor, uh, George Zell, who has that legendary tenure as the music director of the Cleveland Orchestra, who said that you can, with it, when you're looking at a young conductor, you know in about 20 or 30 seconds whether that person has actual talent. And with, with jazz artists, it's the same thing, because as you know, jazz is ultimately kind of an American form of classical music. It yes. is a form of classical music. Mm-hmm. And you know in about, like, 30s, I know literally in about 30 to 60 seconds whether a jazz artist really knows what they're doing. Right. It's, it's ultimately the same thing. Right. It's just the same thing. So it's just, it's just time, really. Hopefully some talent as well. Right. Um, but time, just getting to know artists and searching them out. Yeah, I, I mean, it it's by. your world. You're, 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 you're the music director for quite a few different symphonies, so it is definitely, it becomes a smaller world, too. My, my daughter is training classically as, on a violinist, as a violinist in college, and same thing, you start recognizing, like, I always show her your season at Maverick. I'm like, who should I go see after she's away in wow. school? And she says, oh, check these guys out. So you just, I guess in that world, you all start learning from each other, and... Um, you know, this is so, true. This is true. This is, yeah, yeah. This is true. Um, but I, but I mean, sitting sitting in the first half of Christian Sands' concert jazz program at the Maverick last Saturday. I mean, the first half it was just it was an it was just an experience of pure chamber music. Mm. It, it just happened to be jazz, and it was this amazing jazz artistry. But it was pure. It was no different from a string quartet from Paris, France. It uh-huh. was just great genius chamber music and that's why i love it yeah i love it yeah it's beautiful this weekend um on sunday the 29th you have the catalyst quartet with daniel gortler on piano yes daniel gortler a very great and idiosyncratic israeli pianist um who's just a unique artist and the catalyst quartet uh, the catalyst string quartet are this kind of you know, if, if like the day after Fred Hirsch on uh, Sunday, September 5th, we have the Borromeo String Quartet from Boston who are really uh, like these elder statesmen of the String Quartet in America, these great revered artists in, in, in mid, mid-career. The Catalyst String Quartet is one of these great trailblazing American string quartets, and they're focusing now, particularly now on, on marginalized composers, uh, composers of color, and so the whole first half is going to be these fascinating works just really just by African-American composers who are just really being discovered now. And then the second half is going to be the, the immortal piano quintet of Antonin Dvorak, who, you know, with the New World Symphony and his storied three-year sojourn in America, really literally taught Americans how to start having their own culture of classical music. Mm. So I think another great program. Another great program. And that's this Sunday, the 29th, with the Catalyst Quartet. And then you have the Jazz Piano, of course, on Labor Day weekend with Fred Hirsch Trio. And that Sunday, the Borromeo String Quartet. And then you have a Maverick debut on the 12th of, of September with the Cavani String Quartet. Tell us about that. Well, that's an you know that's literally an example of what you just referenced of people listening to each other and getting to know each other. The Cavani String Quartet, as I've kind of literally made my career in the Upper Midwest, which is this often underrated, complicated uh, part of our country, but in rich, rich in cultural, musical traditions. The Cavani String Quartet was for many years the 
resident uh, quartet at the Cleveland Institute of Music. Oh, yeah. We often forget it. It's one of the great American, one of the major top ten American schools of music. And, yeah. And I know I know them because of my Midwestern orchestras, and uh, the cellist of that ensemble was for several years uh, principal cellist with one of my beloved orchestras in in Wisconsin, and uh, and and so that's how I got to know them. And he actually very enterprising young gentleman named Kyle Price. He and his friends in their now late twenties, early thirties have literally started. They have done their own version of the, the, the folks who founded the Maverick concerts in 1916. They have started their own summer music festival at Caroga Lake, which is nestled up in the Adirondacks. So, oh. so Kyle is like my spiritual younger brother. And oh. he's like started this. And so he, he's now the cellist in the Cavani String Quartet. So they're coming down. They're going to end our season on Sunday, September 12th with another kind of a musical talisman of American music by Dvorak, the American String Quartet. And then they're going to, before that, do this fascinating uh, work by a living composer whose music we're celebrating this year. The, he's now uh, has been for many years a resident of Rhinebeck, uh, Darren Hagen. And he wrote this exquisite quintet for String Quartet and, and the Koto, the Japanese Koto, which is like their... It's like uh, to call it a Japanese guitar really doesn't isn't really accurate, but it's this plucked stringed instrument that is the great classical music instrument of Japan. And Darren wrote this exquisite quintet for Koto and string quartet, and Yumi Kurosawa will be making her debut at the Maverick as a virtuoso of the Koto. It's this exquisite work called Genji. Oh. Uh, G-E-N-J-I. So that's going to be a, a, a really, a, a, I think, a really beautiful way to wrap up our our post-COVID, COVID-emergent yeah. season of the Maverick. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a lovely concert. Their debut and the you know ending of this wonderful season that you have. I'm guessing, t- how do you, you prepare for next year when? Like right out September 13th? Or how, how does that work? Well, no, I mean, September 13th, i got to drive back to the Midwest, but it will be in October, November. Uh, you know, Lord willing, we continue to dig our way out of COVID. And our dream, of course, is to go back to a regular season of uh, not only um, a, su- a full summer of Sunday afternoons, but more Saturday night concerts, more mm-hmm. jazz. Um, also, you know, we have a, we have, we've developed a, a small but very treasurable tradition of having world music artists at the Maverick. Um, we've had, uh, for many years, uh, the great, he's a resident of Greater Woodstock, the Indian music uh, master, uh, Steve Gorn, and uh, his, you know, in a evening of ragas with uh, usually two or three uh, gentlemen, friends of his who are actually from India. And uh, that's been amazing. Uh, we've had the great... Uh, Latin, Brazilian Latin jazz artist Nilson Mata and his trio come to the Maverick twice with great success. And so we're, we're really hoping and praying that we'll be back to a more of a full complement on uh, Saturday evenings of this kind of eclectic repertoire. And I'm proud to say that we now finally <clears throat> we have a bar on the, for the Saturday night concert. I saw so that. How wonderful is that? <laughs> Yeah, it's really adorable. It's really great. I, 
I've only been waiting about nineteen years for that to happen. Better late than so, never, uh, Alexander. That's wonderful. Yeah. And in the you know, it's not the way we're not in the jazz tradition. The way we have to ask our jazz artists to be classical, if you will, is that we can't do like we'd love to do the usual, the typical, the you know, jazz tradition of the ninety-minute set where you can bring your drink into the room, and we just can't do that because we've got this nineteen sixteen building with. Mm-hmm like a 1916 floor that's <laughs> very we we just can't it's very difficult to clean it and all that so we have to we just have an intermission it's like a classical concert and and people can enjoy themselves before the concert and during the intermission and and then they go back into our as our founder Hervey White uh not inaccurately called it our music chapel yes. to hear some great great jazz artistry talk about the Maverick horse if you would please Oh, well, the Maverick Horse, that's what also stuns people when they enter the room itself on stage right of our beautiful, simple little stage is this extraordinary sculpture. I think it must be about at least 12 feet high. I think it's 18, uh, uh, according to the website. Okay, yeah. it's uh, Yeah, I've, I'm losing my sense of height. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it's this massive sculpture <laughs> on, st- on the corner of stage right of a horse and it is people people are always like stunned like what on earth is that and that is the maverick horse and it's a sculpture that was created in the mid-1920s by one of these great legendary woodstock artists uh again the pre-woodstock woodstock uh sculptor who worked uh, loved to work in wood named john flanagan and for many many years the maverick horse again this is the old woodstock it just unpretentiously stood at the end of the driveway to the Maverick concert hall, uh, uh, the driveway just off Maverick Road. And you can imagine how decades of the assault of wind and weather did to this, really, this exquisite work of art. And it was finally um, brought in uh, inside the hall, and it was restored um, under the guidance of one of well, the, the, one of the people who hired me, one of our emerita chair chairpersons, Cornelia Rosenblum, who's lived really her whole life in Woodstock, uh, it was brought into the hall and lovingly restored and <clears throat> placed on a stone plinth where it now permanently resides. And the Maverick horse—that's where the phrase "Maverick," of course, comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he. Uh, Stands, he reigns over our over our musical ceremonials, and uh, in recent years, he's had to, you know, get a little uh, more eclectic in his taste. <laughs> you know, it's not just Beethoven now, and, right? But he's, I think, I think he's, I think he's having a great time lording um, over the festivities. I'm sure he is. It's always, and you know, what's really great about it too, the photography. I always take a picture before the show or something, and and you just get such great shadows from that, and you always have beautiful flowers out, and it's just a very cozy, intimate place, and and that makes it feel like home to the the Maverick statue there. So great job in preserving yes. that, and yeah, yeah. I also, before I let you go, um, I would like to talk, and I want to thank you first of all for the safety protocols that you have put in place if you would share that with the listeners here um, when people attend a concert what is it that you are asking of them i'm so glad you asked uh 
because we're really uh, just doing our best to keep everyone safe at the Maverick. It's very, very straightforward. You just, when you arrive at the hall, you, you must have proof of vaccination to enter the premises, whether you're sitting indoors uh, or outdoors on the beautiful benches we have, mm-hmm. um, just very, just literally outside of the hall proper, which is also a great place to experience the music if the weather cooperates. Um, we just we cannot let anyone on the premises unless they're vaccinated, which means that if you, <clears throat> I'm sad to say, if you have a child who has not been vaccinated, that child, unfortunately, this summer is not allowed onto mm-hmm. the onto the premises too. So we're very, we really deeply regret that. And we've, you know, it's, it's not our, it's not a pleasure to tell people we occasionally get a a young family and we just cannot have anyone unvaccinated, Mm -hmm. no matter their age on the premises. Too great a risk to take. Yeah. When we all have to do our part to make sure that uh, I've never been more honest in saying that we have to do our part to make sure that we do not have to go through this next year correct absolutely um, yeah. so that's why so that's the, it's very simple and and then you get a little you just show your vaccination card to one of our ushers and they give you a little green wristband and and you're good to go good and i believe inside the hall you also have to be masked correct oh forgive me yes yeah. yes thank you so much in now indoors you have to wear a mask outdoors you do not have to we we, we can recommend it but <clears throat> it's not mandatory, but inside the hall, yes, you do have to wear a mask. Okay, beautiful. And by doing this, thank you. Thank you for an avid music-going experience, because I go see live music every week, and this is my pre prerequisite for me to go anywhere. I can only right. go places that have this policy, because I it, we have to stay safe. And if we don't, right, this exactly. will never go away, and music will never come back. So... Exactly, and and then the third thing of the three vital things is that all the tickets are advanced sale. Mm-hmm. So you can buy your ticket now on maverickconcerts.org, our terrific website, and you will just, again, you can do it with your phone. You show the usher, our volunteers, your ticket, and then you show them your vaccination card, and and, and then inside the hall, you need to wear a mask. But People have gotten used to it, and they're fine. It's, absolutely, it's, it's absolutely, fine. Yeah. It, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing, and it's a safety measure. I commend you for taking. So that's a good thing. And now you can enjoy a nice glass of wine at the little cart that you have there as well. Exactly. We are going to have a bar. <laughs> we'll have a bar for Fred Hirsch. Right, <laughs> yeah. His yeah. trio of John, John, John Hebert and Eric McPherson. It's just one of the great jazz trios in America, and I just urge everyone to go to maverickconcerts.org and uh, get their tickets, uh, notwithstanding the lucky pair who may win a pair of tickets. Momentarily, I'm getting Rita, excited. Momentarily. Yeah, I'm going to play right, a track um, of Fred Hirsch's, and then I'm going to give away a pair of tickets, and I'm excited about attending the show. I look forward to seeing you there. And um, thank yeah, you. Yeah. No, thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Maverickconcerts.org. It really is quite a special website. A lot of history on there. Anything you need to know, past performances, upcoming performances, um, 
maverickconcerts.org, your nonprofit organization. Uh, donations help, tickets help, supporting music during this time is more important than ever. Um, consider donations, and they're always gratefully accepted. So I thank you, Alexander, and you have quite a bio. If anybody is interested in learning more about you, your website is Alexander Platt. Dot com. You're the music director here for 19 years at Maverick Concerts. I wholeheartedly thank you for your time here today, and I look forward to seeing you Labor Day weekend for Fred Hirsch. Thank you, Rita. I'll see you Labor Day weekend. Okay, sounds good. Stay safe and be well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Of Bye-bye. course. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Alexander Platt, 91.3 WVKR. It is 5 36 p.m. He has quite an impressive bio. He's the music director for several symphony orchestras and spends his summers here in Woodstock being the music director for maverickconcerts.org. If you're not familiar with that venue, if you like jazz, if you like classical, it's a place you cannot not know about. It's just wonderful. Um, I do have a pair of tickets to give away to one very lucky listener's if you were listening to the show earlier, I said I gave away a pair of tickets to Maverick last week for Christian Sands, and the winner actually called me back today and said what a wonderful time they had seeing the show at Maverick last weekend. So now I'm going to give away a pair of tickets to see Fred Hirsch Trio at Maverick Concerts in Woodstock on Saturday, September 4th. I will ask that you are 21 years old, and I will ask that you must know this. Only fully vaccinated ticket holders with proof of ID will be admitted to the grounds. You need to show a proof of vaccination, which is defined as two weeks after the second dose of either Pfizer and Moderna, or two weeks after the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Proof of vaccination requires providing at the time of entry either the New York State Excelsior Pass or your COVID-19 vaccination record card. As of this past August 15th, wearing of masks will be mandatory inside the hall and recommended outside. This is obviously for safety measures for everyone. So if you are vaccinated, if you're over 21 and you want to go to Woodstock on Saturday, September 4th to see Fred Hirsch along with John Hebert on bass and Eric McPherson on drums, you can give a call here at 845 437 7178. One pair of tickets to one lucky listener at 845 437 7178. Here's what is said about Fred Hirsch. A select member of Jazz Piano's Pantheon, Fred Hirsch is a pervasively influential creative force who has shaped the music's course over more than three decades as an improviser, composer, educator, band leader, collaborator, and recording artist. He has been proclaimed the most arrestingly innovative pianist in jazz over the last decade by Vanity Fair. An elegant force of musical invention by the L.A. Times and a living legend by the New Yorker. Fred Hirsch Trio at Maverick Concerts, Saturday, September 4th. That's Labor Day weekend. The show is at 8 p.m. And you just want to give a call here at 845 
437-7178. You and a friend are going to go check out Fred Hirsch at Maverick Concerts. Let's play some Fred Hirsch now, right here on 91.3 WVKR. This song you might recognize because it was written by the one and only legendary Joni Mitchell. Let's take a listen right now to Fred Hirsch. And if you'd like to go see the music, just give a call at 845 437 7178. And let's take a listen. 913.
91.3 WVKR, Fred Hirsch doing the Joni Mitchell song, Both Sides Now, exquisite. I still have a pair of tickets up for grabs if somebody wants to give me a call. The show at Maverick Concerts is Labor Day weekend, which is Saturday, September 4th. It is a requirement that you're fully vaccinated and you need to show proof of ID and be 21 years old. Other than that, you're going to enjoy one heck of an exquisite show with Fred Hirsch Trio. Fred Hirsch on piano, John Hebert on bass, Eric McPherson McPherson on drums. You can give a call right here right now to 845-437-7178. If you would like to go to this show, please be 21. Please be available to go to the show on Saturday, September 4th. 845-437-7178. I'm going to play a track now from the quartet who's going to be at Maverick this Sunday. Let's take a listen right now to Catalyst Quartet on 91.3 WVKR.
91.3 WVKR, oh, beautiful version of Where Have All the Flowers Gone, of course, made famous by Pete Seeger. That was the Catalyst Quartet, who will be performing at Maverick Concerts this Sunday, the 29th Catalyst Quartet. And congratulations to Carl. Carl is the lucky winner of a pair of tickets to see Fred Hirsch Trio at Maverick Concerts on Saturday, September 4th, which is Labor Day weekend. And tickets are still available for concerts at Maverick. You can go to maverickconcerts.org. And congratulations to Carl. And thank you for listening, Carl, and enjoy the show. I will look forward to seeing you there. It's that time of the show when we do musical happenings in and around the Hudson Valley. Please be advised, all these venues are have, have safety protocol. So what that means is proof of vax or negative COVID test and a mask. So here's what we got going on, starting at Bardavon, bardavon.org. The Trombone Shorty Show has been rescheduled to September 26th due to Sunday's hurricane. Um, also at on September 25th, Dispatch. And October 16th, David Sedaris. November 13th, Patty Smith at Bardavon. Bearsville Theater in Woodstock, also bearsvilletheater.com. Every Saturday is the Americana Barbecue Series and Jazz Brunch every Sunday from 11 to 3 at Bearsville. This Friday, NRBQ and September 12th, the 10th is Steve Earle's Solo. City Winery, Hudson Valley in Montgomery. Also info at citywinery.com slash Hudson Valley. Martin Sexton from August 22nd date now rescheduled for Sunday, September 12th. August 29th is Sandra Bernhardt. September 11th, The Wait. September 26th, Spin Doctors. Colony in Woodstock, colonywoodstock.com. Outdoor Beer Garden open Mondays and then again Thursday through Friday. Check their Facebook and website for events. They have three or four lineup every day. Grand Crew, Route 308 in Rhinebeck and GrandCrewRhinebeck.com. This Friday, Carl Allwire. The Falcon in Marlboro and live at TheFalcon.com. Tomorrow is Arlen Roth and the PayPal's. Friday, Chris Berkson, Solo and Trio. And Sunday is the Klezmatics. And Saturday is now Papa Chubby. Jazz Forum in Tarrytown. Also info at jazzforumarts.org. Friday and Saturday, two shows each night at 7 and 9.30 featuring Julius Rodriguez Quintet. Jazz Talk in Senate Garage in Kingston. Info at jazztalk.com. Sharp 5 album release show on September 23rd with Terry Royger, John Menegon, Pete Levin, Jeff Siegel, and Nanny Assis. Levon Helm Studio in Woodstock. Also levonhelm.com. August 30th, Emily King. September 3, Joe Pug. September 10th, His Golden Messenger Solo. September 11th, Scott Sherrard and the Rust Belt Band with opener James Maddock. Lydia's Cafe in Stone Ridge and Lydia'sCafe.com. This Saturday, the 28th, is Jazz Music on the Patio with the Professors. Maverick Concerts in Woodstock and info at maverickconcerts.org. This Sunday, the 29th, Catalyst Quartet. Saturday, September 4th, 
Fred Hirsch Trio, Sunday, September 5th, Borromeo String Quartet, September 12th at Cavani String Quartet. Town Crier in Beacon and towncrier.com every Thursday, open mic. Friday, Morale Coriel Band featuring Cindy Cashdollar on the main stage. Saturday on the main stage at Town Crier, the Slambovian Circus of Dreams. Sunday brunch with Dan Stevens and Sunday evening with Felix Cabrera Band. West Wind Orchard in Accord and westwindorchard.com this Saturday the 28th Anatole Trio, September 4th with Dan Levine and Friends. Last but not least, Woodstock Film Festival is back this year, September 29th through October 3rd. Info at woodstockfilmfestival.org. And that does it for me. I'm going to leave you out with a track by Brian Mitchell, who is going to be my guest next week on the show. In two weeks from today, we have Pledge Drive. We're going to be asking for the community to support us with whatever pledge you can, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever it is you can afford. We will happily be uh, grateful for whatever you can afford. In uh, three weeks, Dan Levine will be my guest. Yorma Kalkinen on the 22nd. Danny Lewis from Government Mule on the 29th. We've got an exciting September ahead and I'll look forward to talking with Brian Mitchell who has a brand new release out called Songs from the Lower East Side going to leave you out with a track going to say thank you again to Alexander Platt today's guest on the show and until next time I wish you all peace It's a quarter past four Think I'll walk around the block once more Got on my street ticket and my combat shoes Empty my pockets, got nothing to lose Sharpen my walking stick, pull my head over my eyes And I watch where I'm walking Say, baby, which way you walk?